Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ohm School Live. We've already got the giggling and chuckling beginning here, but because today's show, G.P. Walsh, Master Spiritual Teacher, and I, student Lisa Berry, have solved what the X is in X Factor, and it is the happy factor. <laughs> so, oh, it's a great opener, but really, really, truly, we are here to talk about the happy factor, and I think right now we are in such a weird time that for I feel like the last 20, 30 years, we, 50 years. Yeah, let's go with 50 years. We've been like, I just want to be happy. I want to find my happiness, all this stuff. But in the last year or two, I truly am feeling that people are almost not even afraid to be happy, but they are, they don't feel not just deserving, but like, I can't be happy when stuff like this is going on how can i be i don't want to be happy when somebody else is suffering and so we're here to talk about suffering and the happy factor but um <laughs> gp i i wanted to we've been talking about trauma and things like that so i thought let's let's bring in some of this happiness but it does come with the shadow side the shadow side of happy the shadow side of happy well first let's be let's be really precise about our terms because, yeah, people are saying, I'm not happy. And I do. I'm not happy with the way things are going in the world, right? How could anybody be? <laughs> right? I mean, you'd really have to head, have your head way up there <laughs> in, uh, in, order to, in order to be happy about this. But that happiness, which is the common uh, usage of it that most people do, certainly within when it's written about, you know, in the the preamble of the Constitution, or not the preamble, the Declaration of Independence, you know, the pursuit of happiness, right? The the pursuit, it's like Pac-Man, right? Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then it's game over. So that happiness, there is happy, I like to draw the distinction because uh, on the Catunian, there's happiness, and then there's uh, and then there's sadness. There's joy and there's grief, and and they're both states that come and go, and they are both um, responsive states. They're reactive states, as all emotions are. Y your emotions are not stable. They never were, they were never designed to be stable. They're always reactive. So when things go in a way that is pleasurable. And, and what makes something pleasurable as well is it feels good, it's, it's consistent with my beliefs, it's the way I think things should go, it's what I want. So when something happens that, conf that, uh, that lines up with that, we have the emotional experience of, that, of the emotional state of, of happiness. And obviously the opposite, when the opposite happens, when things don't go the way I want, I don't get what I want, things don't go the way I like them to go, then I feel that, then I feel the, the sadness or bitterness or anger or all sorts of things can, can arise. Because there's, you know, it's natural for us human beings to gravitate towards the stuff that makes us, makes us feel good. Um, but that's, that's an emotional state, right? And when we're talking about spirituality and and spirit and self inquiry and the spiritual quest, it it is for something that is not a state that comes and goes. We're, we 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 want to find that which is permanent. Now the big mistake we've made is that we think, okay, in order for happiness to be permanent, well, at least consistent, at least more often, right? I have to line things up so I get what I want more often, right? Yeah. <laughs> Because that's the assumption. 
right? And if your if your if your field of view is limited to happiness strictly as an emotional state, well, that's the only choice you have. <laughs> what else can you do? Because it is a reactive state, then we should be trying to line things up as best we can to always be in that state. Of course, the problem is, is that sometimes me aligning it for me disaligns it for somebody else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and now we're like now we're like button heads and of course take that to the nth degree and you have war. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's that's all it that's all it is. And we all have different definitions of what happiness is. We all have different conditioning. We all have different uh, we we all have a different set of assumptions about it. Something that makes one person happy will make another person miserable. Right? One man gathers what another man spills, right? <laughs> yeah. So so when you when you're looking at it, objectively, you cannot find um uh, anything objectively and say this will make people people happy. It may make you happy, but it's going to make you miserable. You know, per, you know, perfect example is any any company, you know, Nestle. You know, what a horrible evil company. Right, <laughs> they're happy because they get all your water to put in their bottles that they can now sell. They're happy. Stock, the stock price is up. The stockholders are happy, right? Well, the people whose water is now gone, they're not happy, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, it, it, is this it? And so it becomes a matter of simply who has the most power to get the, what they want most, and that's and so they're the ones that get to, to be quote unquote quote happy now that's when you look at that you you recognize that there's just no way out of conflict in that mm -hmm. there's no way out because <laughs> right? it's always going to it's always going to be like it's always going to be like that wait i like how you highlighted it. it's it's an emotion it's but it's a state and when when people think i hope this brings me happiness they're saying i hope it brings me to a state of happiness yeah and mm -hmm. and also we can also be uh, for anything from jealous of somebody else being in that state to angry. Why are you in that state um, when you shouldn't be or why am I not? So it's kind of interesting if we look at the happy fact, like the happy factor, I'm going to tie this in. It's not <laughs> anything to do with the state of happiness. Yes. And, and does it exist? Does, is there such a thing as happiness that does not come and go? That's the big, that's the big question. And we can easily, we can easily see that 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 happiness does not exist in anything, right? Yeah, the trees because happy, if it did, the flowers happy. <laughs> because if it did, right? If this thing or experience or circumstance or person made you happy, right? then that thing or circumstance or whatever should make everybody who experiences it happy. Right. It, it, that's just self-evident. If happiness was in the thing and I'm getting it from the thing, then, then it should have the same effect on absolutely everybody. Which means it's not in the thing because that's obviously not what happens. So what's making me happy and unhappy is not the thing, but what I have invested in the thing, what I have projected on the thing. And if I've projected it on it, well, then where's the happiness coming from? Right? 
<laughs> is it on the screen or is it coming from the projector? Oh, sorry. You just kind of solved one of my little life's mysteries, but <laughs> glad I could help. Okay. Yeah, thanks folks. Thank you. And and we'll be, see you uh, next week. <laughs> <laughs> and please comment um, if you're relating to any of this or you're going, ah, oh. and I'll, I'll share this, this thing because music has been, um, it's difficult when you get, let alone two people, 10 people or whatever in a room and the poor DJ or band players have to choose what will make everybody happy, right? <laughs> Let's play the music that everybody's <laughs> going to love. And one person be like, it's their favorite song and it can make the other person cry because has bad memories or the other people, they just, it drives them crazy or it's all these things. So I love that you just had that, just like it's what we have projected onto that thing that's, that mm -hmm. we're being brought to a state of happiness and it, it can even shift for us. We may have a, well, okay, well actually let, let's take that. Say there's a song and we love it. We love it, love it, love it. But then that favorite song that we love, we suddenly had the worst experience ever while it was on. And we're like, oh, I hate that song now. <laughs> because the song, the song has no qualities in and of itself. It's all what we project on it. It's all the associations with it. The memories, this, you know, oh, this was our first kiss, right? You know, and now, now you just went through a brutal divorce. Yeah. <laughs> I don't ever want to hear that song again, right? <laughs> yes. So where did and it go? Where did it go? That's where the question. <laughs> yeah, well, nowhere, because it was nothing but, it was nothing but a particular set of, of uh, uh, conditioned responses in the nervous system that now got replaced with a different set. It didn't go anywhere because it never came from any area. It was an, it was an arbitrary collection of thoughts and feelings. Right? But when, they, when these arbitrary collection of thoughts and feelings persists for a little bit, as most of them do, we just get so used to them being there, we assume that that's just who I am. This is just the way it is. And then we, and because of our really basically our spiritual ignorance, we project onto the thing that's triggering the, the feeling, the feeling itself. And it's not in, nothing's, my, you know, your, my feeling's not in anything. <laughs> no thing has my feeling, right? right? My relationship with it triggers feelings in me based on that relationship. And that relationship isn't even in the thing. The thing has no relationship. You know, that car that I love so much, it doesn't love me. Right. It has no relationship with me whatsoever. Because relationship is a, is a human trait. Or, well, you know, a, a, a sentient being trait, right? Because obviously so do, animals, are, pets and stuff too. Are we manufacturing, so to speak, the, this happiness feeling in, um, so we have our nervous system. And it's got all its lovely, its responses to conditions. It's been, it's been conditioned. And then we can, can we tap and tune into it and, and manufacture happiness? Like if I think, oh, wow, I'm having a rotten day. I'm going to get my favorite cup of tea and my favorite movie. I don't know, pet the cats, do whatever. Um, and I, can I manufacture the response, that state of happiness? And am I in Happy? Am I happy for real? Yeah, time? of course. Because right. if happiness is nothing more than a feeling, then yeah, if I can shift the feeling, then now I'm happy. And and what are you doing when you do that? Right? I'm going to get the cup of tea. I'm going to 
you're you're shifting your focus of attention away from what's making you what making you <laughs> I just stepped on myself right there <laughs> a, away from from the circumstances that are triggering that particular reaction you're putting it on circumstances that trigger a different reaction right and yes you're going to feel it because that's what the nervous system does it responds to whatever's in front of it so if you're shifting the attention somewhere else it's going to react according to according to the uh according to the way that particular set of circumstances has been identified and related to right mm -hmm. so and and it's legitimate and of course you know since really since the since the the 80s you know with steroids with the law of attraction and stuff that has been the focus of all self-help and personal development metaphysics law of attraction and all of that was was pushing your attention somewhere else to change the state and if you do that enough the the universe starts handing you goodies right Right. <laughs> which you know it's like okay the, the the motivation but i mean you know eventually you get to the point where just the whole point that you can shift your attention and be more consistently happy is a reward in and of itself it doesn't mean i have to get the new maserati right right because that's still that's still a mistake because now i still think i'm doing now i'm trying to generate this inner state so that the universe will give me my Maserati because that's what's really going to make me happy. It's still the same illusion, right? right. It, it, it's, it's still, you're still projecting it on a thing, but now you're kind of twisting yourself in knots, hoping at some point you're going to get that thing and then actually have the feeling, not realizing that you've been generating the feeling the entire time. Now, remember, you're not generating the feeling. Okay, it's not like, you're, okay, right, it's nothing like that. The, the nervous system is designed. It's going to feel, it's going to feel pleasure, attraction, all of that kind of stuff. It's also going to uh, feel pain and aversion. That's its nature, right? And how, if it's just a basic thing, like I touch a fire, right? I mean, that's, it, it, it's really clear. But when it gets into the level more of, you know, the, of the human intellect and the human consciousness, those reactions are based on our expectations and beliefs and assumptions and all the conditioning, the way we've been uh, uh, programmed. And of course, that's why it's, it's more difficult to do because the energy has been trained to focus in certain places. So shifting that focus of attention is not, is not easy. When we do, the, because now there's more of this in the field of view than that, the nervous system is going to start reacting to that. We're not generating anything, right? Mm -hmm. But it, isn't it interesting that all of it is simply these reactions? And they even break it down in the neurology and it's going to release oxytocin and, uh, you know, dopamine and... Uh, <laughs> what is a weird name for... Yeah, <laughs> give me some dopamine, man. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a strange, <laughs> strange name. But it, it's... But as you can see, it's... It's still, it's still not the truth, right? Yeah. <laughs> because what I'm putting my attention on is also what I have been kind of programmed and led to believe, which has changed over time, that this is where, you know, this is my happy place, right? Happy place, yeah. And that's fine. It's fine, but it's not the truth, and it isn't spiritual. It isn't, the, it isn't a path that will lead to a happiness that does not come and go. Because as long as you're in the nervous system, it's going to come and go because that's all it does is react. And nobody can hold their attention uh, forever. Something's going to come along, right? COVID, a forest fire, 
right? I, I mean, a storm, right? You just went through a storm. <laughs> the power was out and trees were down, right? Um, you, you just, I'm sorry, you can't stop it. We cannot control the environment to guarantee, to guarantee a Garden of Eden. Yes. So we have to take it to another dimension. Yeah. When you said about the Maserati, sir, um, it made me uh, kind of quickly feel like we look at happiness, what, how we've been thinking about it, as currency. And I have this much happiness, so now I can get this. So if I'm happy like enough, rich enough, have abundant enough, then I can get more. And that, that seems like quite the vicious um, cycle there. And Oh, it if, is. So if, if we can... Yeah, I, th I feel like that would be true. So if we if we stop looking at it like currency, like you, don't, we're not trying to get happiness to get more stuff, right? You, you, it's it's once you actually get. So it's almost like once we feel happy, to be to feel good about. How can we feel good about being happy when we just are? Then we don't know why. Yeah, I know. I can see how you can struggle yeah. with it. This is the this is the dilemma, right? And every and I, you know, I hear this so much about people who are trying to do the law of attraction, and they get a little bit into it and start going, "Well, wait a minute. If I get happy, then I get what I want. Yes. But I want to get what I want so that I'll be happy. There's the conundrum. <laughs> I'm. This is circular reasoning, right? Or you know, <laughs> go to the dictionary. Circular reasoning. See, reasoning, comma, circular, right? <laughs> and you go to reason, comma, circular. It goes. See, circular reasoning. It's. A, <laughs> it's. It is. It's. It's a catch twenty-two, right? It's. It's a Chinese finger puzzle. You. You. you yeah. There's no. There's no way. There's no way out of it. Yeah. So. <clears throat> so. So what do you do with that, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> damned if I do it, damned if I don't. And what happens is, is you go, well, look, if you're getting the, if it's the happiness that brings the thing, and you want the happiness, you want the thing to get the happiness. If you get the happiness, why do you need the thing? Right. Yes. And of course, because we're so ingrained in the idea that the happiness is in the thing, we say, well, then I don't get what I want. Uh -huh. Right? Right, but the fact of the matter is, the only reason you want it is to be happy, is to have that experience of the emotional state of happiness. And I keep emphasizing that because that's not the spiritual happiness that I refer to. That's right. completely different. Thank you for reiterating that. I like the different wording on that. We think the happiness is ingrained in the thing. I get it, and I yeah. dig it, and I open it up, and I can pull it out. Oh, yay! There it is. Pull out my <laughs> happiness, yes. Right. Well, oh. there is the experience. And, of course, there is. You know, whenever you get anything new, right? I mean, yes. everybody. Buddha would. Give Buddha a present. Oh, this is great. <laughs> this is great, right? Yeah, there will be an emotional reaction to it. That's part of the human system. And, of course, it's yeah. wonderful. We love it, right? Yeah, but that's not... The, uh, the, that's not the happiness I'm referring to right. when I what talk about spiritual happy happiness. You're referring to. <laughs> well, the happy factor is all of this. We're, we're, we're understanding what happiness is. And the big mistake is we think that the happiness, my state of happiness, rests in the objects that I'm pursuing. And uh, See, the downside of that is, of course, if, if happiness is in the thing that I'm pursuing and I don't have it, I'm not happy. And I won't be happy until I get it, which means that the whole time I'm trying to get it, I'm suffering. I'm miserable. 
Now, if you talk to somebody in the law of attraction, they would say, well, in order to get the thing, you have to be happy, right? So now all I'm doing is generating more misery, right? And the thing just keeps getting further and further and further, further away. And I, how do I get, how do I do it? Well, first off, just throw all of that thinking aside. It's a, it's a dead end. It's a blind alley. It's not going to take you anywhere. It's always going to be spinning around, around this, right? So what is the actual happiness? I mean, is there? Is there such a thing as a state that never changes? Well, I only know because I, you've had me do self-inquiry. <laughs> and if anybody right. else, we'll talk about that in a minute. But <laughs> By definition, a state is temporary. Ooh. You move from state to state. I move from, from happiness to sadness to grief to, to uh, excitement, to anger, those are all states, right? And it, I, it feels like I move into it, and it does. You're there for a minute. At that point now, you're having angry thoughts and angry feelings, right? The whole body is now in a state that we would label anger or resentment or jealousy or fear or anxiety. Those are all states, right? Is, are any of those states, including happiness, are any of those permanent? can't be. The truth of the matter is if you got stuck in a happy state permanently, you get bored out of your mind. You need the contrast. The feeling of happiness is only is only ecstatic against the background of misery. <laughs> this is the nature, this is the yin-yang. You cannot experience life any other way. So what we're looking for isn't a state. It is not an emotional thing. Because anything that can come and go can't be it. <laughs> like the truth. <laughs> like, like, well, yeah. I mean, the truth of happiness must be something that is beyond the, what we n normally think of as happiness. And therein lies the problem. The problem really is with the, is with, with the word and what it's come to mean. They, they, they use the word bliss in... Um, in, you know, uh, Ananda in, in the Sanskrit, which then gets translated into our, into our word for happiness or extreme happiness and ecstasy, that, that, that kind of stuff. But that kind of bliss is more rapture. It's not, it's not the same. Is, and often, it's sometimes even, uh, it's even translated as, as stillness, as just, mm. as presence. It's just, it's just the, Mm, the oneness with things. So I, I use the word, I try, I, the, word I, the words I use are either contentment or equanimity. Yes. I, th I think that that that's, <laughs> that, that's the best way to try to capture that which is not a state. And, and how do you find something that's not a state? How do you identify it? How do you perceive it? Because we, everything we perceive, we only perceive in the change. I mean, perception is based on things moving from state to state to state. If something doesn't change, <laughs> well, <laughs> I can't see it. I can't. I can't. I can't know it. And even on a very practical level, you know, you know, you walk through a, you walk through a park on the way to work every 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 day. And the first when you first start doing it, and you start this thing. You oh, you notice this, and there's the bench there, and there's the statue of somebody or other. After a while, you don't see any of those. They're gone. They just completely filtered out. Why? Because they don't change. 
The nervous system isn't interested in things that don't change. It filters it out because it's not a problem. It's not a new opportunity, and it's not a danger. <laughs> so that's kind of the, the, whole, the whole structure of, of, of the thing. So how do you perceive something that doesn't change? Okay. Oh, <laughs> hold on before that, because that was a big one. We filter out what doesn't change. And on the flip side of being happy, if we were miserable or discontent or unhappy, angry for a long time, do we just no longer notice it either? Absolutely. Absolutely you don't. It just becomes your norm. It just becomes your norm. And we, you've all had, we've all had experience of that, getting used to things, right? That, that at first were really unpleasant, after a while you just kind of, after you don't even think about it. Oh, that, oh, I don't, oh yeah, that's right. Somebody has to bring your attention to it, which is introducing a change, right? It's, uh, you know, you've just been shown something else in the perception and now, now you have something to contrast it against. You go, oh man, that sucks. Yes. <laughs> and the same thing is, is, is when things are really good, right? And, and people just kind of take it for, take it for granted. You know, I, oh, I won't use that example. <laughs> right. right, you know, the, 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 the woman who has the perfect husband and, and, and complains about him when all of her girlfriends are saying, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I would I would die to have a husband like that, but because you just don't see it, right, right. And if there's some openness, somebody can show it to you. And you go, oh wow, oh oh wow, I'm blessed. Right? Yes, yeah. And of course, that's the whole spiritual journey is to is to open that perception to see the incredible miracle that's around you every second of the day. <laughs> and um, there's where the bliss is. Question on one thing, um, my I remember learning this, oh my gosh, a lifetime ago, and I always thought, that's so interesting about that contrast, like what the background is. So I, I heard somewhere that if we think something is happiness and wonderful and perfect and good, and then it we have it on that pedestal, and then it falls, it's much harder for us to trust or, re or like it again or forgive than if we thought it was, wow, what a, 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 a rotten person or thing and then all of a sudden it does something wonderful and you're like oh well at least they're trying and it's so good and oh and and we, yeah. we have more faith in something that's kind of doesn't bring us, us happiness that surprisingly brings us happiness versus the other way where does yeah. that come from we have much more faith in misery than we do in joy ah well okay that's, that's sad that's Why? just the educated that's the educated human condition there's no reason for it other than that's just that's just the way that's just the way human culture evolved can we change it and um yeah of course we can but it but it that requires a real a real shift in everything sure our, our assumptions uh, about things but yeah look there's it's part of the protective mechanism too right yeah. Yeah. If you know, if I don't expect anything from you and I get it, it's like, oh wow, this is this this is great, right? And, but if I don't get it, I'm I've I've invested nothing. But if I've invested something and all of a sudden I'm disappointed, right? That's I've invested something. Now I'm hurt. So we will tend to not want to do that. We'll say no ten times before we say yes, right? Every salesman knows that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Which means we have to be sold, right? 
we hate being sold, and yet we have to be. Right? Yeah. We, we have to be shown that it does have value. It is safe, you know, to partake of this. Um, it's not going to ruin you. You know, money back guarantee, right? I mean, all of these kinds of kinds of uh, kinds of things. Because yeah, we're 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 cautious. We've had all ha all had experiences of, of severe disappointment, and 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 we don't want to go through that again. You know, it, it 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 hurts us in all sorts of different ways, both tangibly, financially, and and emotionally. You know, to feel like you've been taken advantage of is like the worst feeling in the whole world. Yeah, and that's where we can become afraid of the external incorrect word of happiness, but not, it's not, we're not afraid of our spiritual happy. It's, yeah, it's safe. It's about, well, we, get, we get so, we get so cautious that it's better to stay where I am than to reach for that golden ring. Yes. And, and, and it is, it is safer because when nothing changes, then whatever safety you have is the safety you got. There's always a risk. The nervous system is built this way. That it's always considering risk at the lowest level. It's always considering, what is this dangerous? And if and if there's even the remote possibility it could be, because remember every change is going to make a, a shift in the way you interact with things. And if the nervous system isn't convinced that it's it can keep you safe, no matter how good it looks to you, it's simply not going to let it happen. It has to be brought to the point where it's willing, where it feels safe enough now that it's willing to take a step out. And that's the real problem. That's why I created inner reconciliation. We don't know how to create an environment safe enough that it will actually put its toe in the water. And therein lies the whole. Therein lies the whole thing, but we want to stay on happiness. Right? Well, I, I was going to ask and let people know if they're if they're with us right now. Um, stick with us till the end of the show, which is Home School Live, uh, because I'm going to have G, GP. So many people call you different names now. GP, um, tap on it's safe to be happy. So I am going to ask you yeah. that a little later. I think that's <laughs> okay. important. It's it's safe. It's okay. It, yes, all those wonderful things will go through. So if you are feeling right now um, an emotion around that you want to get through, you want to work through, tap on um, around the happiness, being happy. Just put it in the comments there below, and then we can we can incorporate it. I think that would be wonderful. I haven't got to the, the comments yet. I usually do that in about a few minutes, um, but just yeah, give a heads up <laughs> to start putting in there. Like yeah, what what is what is what do you think is blocking your happiness, or why if you're afraid or anything like that? So you just pop that into the well, app. just 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 um, just kind of say to yourself, I. Um, I I give myself permission to be happy, and then just pay attention. It's true. It's true on an intellectual level. It's true in the mind. Of course, of course, I give myself permission to be happy. I allow myself to be happy. Um, but how about in the body? How does that feel? And actually, that's not the right thing, because because there's not a lot of resistance to being happy. There's a lot of resistance to doing something to be happy because that involves a change, right? Ooh. The nervous system is more than, more than happy to have a feeling of happiness, right? But it's a very different thing to say, I allow myself to have what I want. And of course, that's one of the sources of happiness. I got what I want. The happiness, not spiritual happiness, but the... the the emotional state happiness, right? 
which is, we have to put the attention there because it's a completely different thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. And if, if we, say we, we have these words and we tap on them and we, we work our way through the emotional state of happiness, will that affect our influence, our spiritual happiness? No. <laughs> I'm not selling that. <laughs> no, no. Um, what does affect that is coming into a different relation, coming into an understanding of your nervous system. I mean, the act of being able to tap and shift states like that, for most people, they stay at the level of the therapeutic. Oh, okay, I can do this and I can shift my state and things will be things will be better. They 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 stay there, but there's no truth in that, right? There's it's an it is inherently unstable, right? And yes, you can do things that will have your attention more consistently going in this in this direction rather than that direction. You can retrain the nervous system to do that, but you're still subject to it, right? Yeah. <laughs> The, the the spiritual quest is to go be is to go beyond being subject to anything other than yourself. It is to one hundred percent freedom, and that means freedom from all the ups and downs and conditioning of the nervous system. You are free from the conditioning. You are free from the ups and downs of happiness. So if, if happiness comes, great. If sadness comes, great. Right. If misery comes, great. If joy comes, great. It, because they because there's a recognition that those are transient states and I'm no longer dependent on them. I'm free of my dependency on them. doesn't mean I've controlled them. <laughs> or yes. doesn't mean I've, they're doing what I want or I've made them go away. It means that I am no longer affected by them because I've no longer, I'm no longer identified. It. I found the, pl the stateless place. Ooh, this, oh, I like that. And I, I love that. What you said, free of is, well, I'm paraphrasing, is different than in control of. It's actually quite the opposite. <laughs> like, <It's> the opposite. <laughs> and because a yeah. lot of people really do try to control things because it makes them happy or it makes them feel safer, yeah. I would say, though mm -hmm. we are so subject to it now that as soon as a little tweak gets uncontrolled, our freedom's yeah. lost. Well, if I have to control it in order to be happy, then it's got my happiness, not me. I'm not free. Right. I, I just have to control it. I mean, this is the relationship. This is the Western idea of God. I have to appease God. I, I have to control him in some way. You know, it used to be burnt offerings, right? <laughs> you know, for some people it was virgins, right? Sacrificing virgins, you know. For others, it's it's following the commandments, being obedient, praying when you should. There's all a million rules. What to to get the favor of something out there that supposedly has my happiness, and you can see how that gets projected into a, into a deity. It's a total projection. God is a projection. <laughs> God is everything I think I want and I can't have. <laughs> right. That's interesting. That's God. <laughs> The control things got me freaked out because I'm just feeling how we really are controlled by so much because of our desire for that happiness that is does yes. does not lie in any of that, and so much so yes. that that we we actually I believe I don't know do we think that we are extracting happiness um, when really it's um, approval 
I don't know. Maybe oh, very walking. insightful. Well, whatever it is, yeah, whatever it is that I think I actually need. Yeah, down below, what it really means is control, approval, and that's all I'm feeling safe. I'm approved of. I feel okay about me. It's always, it's always safety. It always comes down to that. It, It always, I feel like I'm separate, and as long as I feel like I'm separate, I'm going to have to get stuff from out there. Right? I am not whole. That's basically it. I am not whole and complete. I must go out there to get my wholeness and completeness. This is true for the body. <laughs> the body can't live on its own. It's part of a system. It has to eat constantly. <laughs> for, for the body, it's absolutely true. It cannot survive on its own. It is not independent. It is, it is part of a functioning orga- biosphere. At every single level, right? This, the stomach is dependent upon the lungs, which is dependent upon the, the heart. All of the, the, the lungs and everything else is dependent upon the trees, you know, to give the carbon dioxide so, so that we can live. And the trees depend on the sun. And, yeah, and that's all dependent on this, dependent on the sun. Dependent. I mean, you keep, you keep going. It's one in, completely interdependent, massive functioning that we call the universe. Yeah, that, that we that we call the universe, and so from as long as I'm identified with the body, it will be true. I need to get stuff from out there, and it just extends into the realm of the the realm of the intellectual. We, we want we and uh, we we want we want status. We want recognition. I need to. I need people need to tell me who I am. You're wonderful. You're horrible, right? Yeah. All of these uh, these things, the emotional stuff. We need. It's all part of it, right? And how do we become free of that? Freedom from that is the real happiness. Yes, that that it is. That that is the, what is the freedom from all of that <laughs> is what happens. <laughs> I love that. Yes, I, yes I, and it's so, so funny. So. Uh, this is the, probably the weirdest thing I've ever shared on air. And I'm just good as it would just happen the other day. And it was really neat. I, I was washing my face um, and I suddenly felt that I was like washing, not my face. I didn't feel one with my face. It was just a body. It was a body that I had to take care of. and I have to wash and do. Right? <laughs> and it was, a, I was like, well, that was really strange, but I, it kind of, I, I stopped to think about it. I thought that's right. Because this is a body right. that my soul is, you know, hanging out and, <laughs> and doing stuff. And yeah. my body requires certain things, but I don't require them you to don't require anything. exist, I guess, is the, is the word. Um, just no. like we think about the things that make us happy. We, if, we, if there's that, that we don't have to identify so um, controlled and dependent on. And it, that, was, that was a neat twist. I think that's from all the work, you guys, honestly, of doing all the self-inquiry work with GP. <laughs> it was just, it was like, you have these weird <laughs> moments now. It's like, whoa, that was neat. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's so out of the blue. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, suddenly it's real. It's like, wow, I'm not my body. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, super awesome and, and weird, but good. And and I have this, it's kind of, a, I'm going to do a little sales pitch just for a second here, because <laughs> when I didn't mean to start, you know, being a student, I, it just happened because we were doing the show together and it's it's been well over a year, we're a year and a half now kind of thing. Yeah. And it's this it's a it's a regular it's not even a practice anymore it's simply having these these types of conversations that take me into my practice of self-inquiry um whether i'm doing it with you because we're tapping or we're te- you're teaching and i'm listening 
but something magical happens, guys. I just, I really want to share this with you. You, I didn't go in with it. Like, okay, I need to fix this. And I need to fix my money, my relationship, my life, my health. It, it really was. I just kind of, I didn't have any expectations, um, except for I knew I was going to be present and, and do the, the best, so to speak, as I could just be open, be willing. And that's what it takes is, is just to say, I wonder, I wonder. And then when you have other private session with GP or you, the classes, I mean, I don't think I've ever had a private session with you guys. It's just, oh, well, I feel like this is a private session, but and that's, and <laughs> it can be achieved in even groups and attending classes because you're doing your work and it's not specific. It really does come back to the nervous system and the exploring and the self-inquiry and the truth which doesn't ever begin or end. It always is. And it must be true always. And so these things, it's just, it's just been a wonderful journey, a little bit of a testimony here as well. And I'm so happy that all of you, you know, show up and, and invite other people to show up and help us out by, you know, thumbs up and liking stuff. And because it, we, you, you can never imagine how it will help somebody else. Cause we don't know where they are conditioned. We don't, you don't know where somebody else has all of their false beliefs that they are ready to inquire but gp you really walk us through you meet us where we are even though you don't need to know where we are <laughs> and so i am i am going to just invite everybody who haven't yet gone and explored uh, gpwalsh.com the website there's so many videos to help you'll know where to start you'll just find one and go oh i'm gonna start here um and we will do just a teeny tiny tapping here because i've asked that and, and people have you know, we're commenting <laughs> but um thank you all for being with us and gp thank you for just being on this journey with me and everybody as we go through this. <laughs> well, this is, it's interesting the, 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 the way you pointed, pointed it out, because what the teacher does is direct your attention to the place that is beyond states. You know, we were talking in the beginning about moving your attention from here to here, it's going to affect the state, you know, you're going to get happy in the way. And, and, and it, that's the right motion. Where the attention goes is, of course, what you're going to learn. If you want to learn something, what do you do? You give it your attention. You want to learn how to play the piano? You're focused on the piano all the time. If you want to get to know a subject, you're, you immerse yourself in that subject and you push other things to the side. This is how everything works. Right? So the, the question is, in order to find out to find the real happy place, <laughs> the, right? That place that is beyond the happiness that comes and goes. Where do I look? And of course, that's the teacher's job. Where do you look? Well, you have to look, try to find with, to find that place that is not changing. If your happiness is going to, if you're going to have a, a feeling of happiness, that is consistent, it's got to anchor itself in something that's consistent, right? Now, look around the world. Is there anything out here consistent? Look at your thoughts, look at your emotions, look at your sensations, look at your experiences, look at memory, look at everything that you experience as a human being. Is any of it stable? <laughs> is any of it even consistent? <laughs> you know, grab onto that thought and try to hold it. For, for for two seconds, let alone seventeen or six, whatever the number is, you're supposed to be able to, to manifest something. It's like, what? Are you kidding? <laughs> you can't do it, right? So where does the attention? Where then does the, we do we put the attention? Where is that which isn't changing? 
And of course, that's, what's, that's what self-inquiry is. Well, first off, it's not out there, right? Mm-hmm. right? So, okay, what about in here? Well, when I first go in here, what I find is thoughts. Mm, well, they're far from unchanging. <laughs> I find my emotions. They're a little less changing. I can get into a state, and it'll stay for a while, but it's gone too after a while. Put my into sensations, you realize it's a constant flow. They never sit still, right? It's a, it's a constant, it's a constant thing. Um, so, okay, thought, emotion, sensation, the sum total of all my experience, constantly changing, right? Is there anything that isn't changing? Well, I draw your, my, your attention back to, to that which is aware of the thoughts, the emotions, the sensations. Just see if you can find that for a moment. So it's not a thought, because the thought is changing. So if, if, if this unchanging place is there, it can't be a thought, because thoughts are changing. It can't be emotion, and it can't be a sensation. Oh, is there anything else? Okay, well, there is something that notices the thought coming and going. There is something that notices a feeling coming and going. There is something that notices sensations coming and going. So at least relative to those, whatever's noticing that is stable, at least relatively so. It isn't changing. It's almost as if I'm becoming aware of the silence that's going on behind the music. Or maybe the screen, right? I become aware of the screen on which you're you're seeing the two of us. It's like, oh, yeah, there's a screen there. I'm so focused on the, well, the activity and, and stuff. Like, oh, well, right, there's a screen. There's a screen here. And the screen doesn't really have any attributes at all. <laughs> I mean, if I turn it off, I don't even want to look at it. It's really boring, right? <laughs> so just within yourself, that notice that that place does exist. There is this place, there is some place in this universe that does seem to not be changing. And that's simply my sense of knowing, my sense of experiencing. In other words, me. (laughs) I'm not changing. (laughs) My thoughts are changing, my emotions are, but I'm not, because I'm here watching them. So what's that? That is in the Sanskrit, sat-chit-anada, being, consciousness, bliss. That is it. That is the happiness. That is the contentment. That is the equanimity. Because even, an equanimity is what? It's simply a state that everything's okay the way it is. I'm okay with no matter what happens, right? I don't mind what, what is happening. Now, anything that minds what is happening, that doesn't like it, is going to be a thought, an emotion, or a sensation, isn't it? It's some kind of an idea, some kind of an attitude, some kind of an assumption of which you are aware, which is also unstable. And so suddenly, wait, wait, that which is aware doesn't have an issue (laughs) with what it's looking at. (laughs) That which has an issue appears to it. It's very subtle, folks, right? This is very, very subtle. But notice, I'm I'm not making this shit up. (laughs) 
<laughs> it, 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 look for yourself. My God, it's really there, right? I'm, I'm not hypnotizing you. I'm not planting thought. We're not doing an affirmation. We're just going, oh my God, there is something that notices that. There is something against this everything that's coming, uh, this thing that isn't coming and going, that's noticing everything that is. And that's, now that sense of me, that sense of self, does it ever change? Well, then that's what we're looking for. That's the truth. That's the real happiness. And that was self-inquiry, guys. But was, um, a question <laughs> on that self-inquiry, because I, I thought I really got that. And then I thought for a second, but what if, Okay, so if I'm if I see a, if a thought comes up and it says I am unhappy with that, and then I behind it say, oh, you're the unhappy thought or emotion, so that's not you. But I'm here. But maybe the thing even behind, how many layers back? Because maybe even then, I, can I still be going? Yeah, but I really still don't like that. And you're like, that's a thought. But even me well, working that, it's thought, another thought, like thought, right? It's so, it's oh, it's a layered thought. It's another. It's just another thought. It's not a layer. It's just another no. thought. Another thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's another thought appearing because it, it because the other thought's not here anymore, is it? This one's here. right. Because now it's gone. So it's like boom, flash gone. Next one, the, boom, the flash, state might stay. Flash, and then another thought comes comes that oh well, but no, I'm really the I. Yeah, but I still don't like it, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't but, like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm really the I. I'm really the true self. Well, that's another thought. It's also right. being watched. I, I mean, it's it's really amazing when you just watch how thoughts flow. And and it's they're just simply patterns. They're different pattern now than they were when you're 15 or something. And once once you once you become exposed to to this kind of self inquiry, this kind of spirituality, it's going to thought is going to start wrapping itself around there, and it's going to start throwing things uh, things out there. And we can get involved in that. We can get kind of sucked into that for a time. But after a while, I go, well, even that's a thought. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's not me either. Even this I that says I'm not, I'm spiritual guy now. Well, that's just another thought. It's all just another thought. It's not layers. We're not diving in. It's just you see this constant flow taking place. And one of the thoughts will be, oh man, there's a lot of layers to this. Well, it's just another thought. <laughs> yes. I'm imagining the clown now pulling out the, the constant uh, scarves. Of colors. <laughs> the scarves. <laughs> Perfect. Per perfect yes <laughs> <laughs> oh that was so, so you know what ah, we're not tapping that was great i love the self-inquiry but you know what if you would like us to do any tapping at all i we can convince GP to do a mini a mini one we can pop it up on on youtube or on the channel somewhere too um so but like because i want to get to make sure i go to some people's questions and comments because when we do old school live we do that lesson and layer and then we come into the comments and questions and so now they're really coming in so i thought oh we're gonna sneak yeah we actually usually get to the questions a little earlier than this but um since since it came up it just seemed to it just seem to be the perfect time to to actually guide a pointing to where does the attention look and I think that kind of completes the whole thing because well if I look there I look there where do I look <laughs> where the hell is it right <laughs> <laughs> well it, it, you can't really say where it is because it's the one who's looking yeah, That's, and you'll never be able to get to that because it just is. It just is because yeah, we'll start. Oh, it's just so it's yeah. so cool, guys. Um, Jennifer is sharing some wonderful stories. Think I love the house she's working with her her children there, and um, 
coming from love is so it's fun i love that um better close to jay's commenting beautiful sierra can you transcend the nervous system oh that's a big question i'm totally not even touching that one <laughs> are you there you go <laughs> um we just did oh. we just did oh. when you recognize that there is something what is the nervous system right the nervous if, experientially right when we talk about the nervous system or the energy system, we're talking about a model in the mind, right? Right? If you, if you, and it's, and it's a word that we use. So I say the nervous system, we all have an idea of what I'm talking about. But what is it actually? All it is, is the experience of thought, emotion, and sensation. But the sum total of that is what we call the nervous system. If you're standing here looking at it, you have transcended the nervous system. You are not stuck with it. There's this idea that I am stuck with it. You're not. It's just a thought, right? And when we talk about any of the functions of the body, we're talking about mental models, right? A model is not the thing, okay? <laughs> you know, if you see a travel video on YouTube about the Great Wall of China, that's not the Great Wall of China. <laughs> it's a model of it. It's an image of it. So the, even the word nervous system is only a model to give us a word to describe this very complex experience that we have of thought, emotion, sensation. And if you look closely, all of those are all there is to your experience. There's nothing outside of thought, emotion, and sensation that you ever experience. That's it. There's the entire world right there. And if you look even closer, you find that thought, emotion, and sensation are just different vibrations or different kinds of of ripples of the same thing. They're different frequencies of exactly the same thing. It's, it's like, it's like the, the, the light in the rainbow. The red light is just a different frequency than the violet light, yet they are identical in nature. And so the thought, emotion, and sensation are all the same thing experienced in different ways. But now that which is experiencing it is not a vibration. It is the medium in which the vibration takes place. Sound doesn't happen in space. <laughs> it has to have a medium in which it can vibrate. So the, that which is happening, the entire sum total of experience, thought, emotion, and sensation, are ripples in the medium of consciousness. And they are made of consciousness. Right, the, the, the sound is made of the air. It is motion of the air itself. It is not separate from it. And so thought, emotion, and sensation are the motion of consciousness. But the essence of consciousness, that which is aware of it, is motionless. This is the great mystery. The two are actually one. And, and so when you see that, you have in that moment transcended the nervous system. Not only have you transcended it, you've actually, you've actually brought it home to yourself. It is no longer separate from you. It is, it isn't the nervous system anymore. It is consciousness. Mm, that was beautiful. And what a great question! Wow, that fueled, good stuff. See, every question is. <laughs> I never know where that it that where that goes. Wow, that that sounds like we. That might be another show. <laughs> I love that. That was, I've never heard that. I've never, 
I, I could imagine it so differently. Thank you. Um, can I so pick up on our other? Can one le really learn to abide in that which is unchanging? No, you can't. You cannot abide in that because you can't abide anything that is unchanging because nothing you can abide in is unchanging. You are unchanging, and you don't have to abide in you. You are you. This is the this is the non-dual twist to recognize. Notice that you've got an eye that is looking for the unchanging. And I'm telling you, the eye that's looking is the unchanging. And there's the mistake. You're looking for the unchanging somewhere else, out there, on a very subtle level. But when we did our little meditation there, where, where did you go? Did you go to some place where it was unchanging? Or was it you? <laughs> oh my God, it's me. That which you're looking for is where you are looking from. <laughs> yes. And again, does not just make you feel like everything is possible. Nothing is impossible. <laughs> again, the, letting yourself off the hook. You don't have to fix. You don't have to go anywhere, acquire anything. Oh, anywhere. Yeah. The acquire yeah. anything was, was big for me. I love that. You don't have to acquire anything, go anywhere, get anything. Oh, and Jeffrey. that was a short answer, but because of the sense of abiding, right, is part of the practice. Whenever you feel like you're, it's somewhere else, and I have to get it. You go, okay, I know that that's not true, and you just kind of bring the attention back to you, and that's what Ramana and others meant when they say abide there. The Ribu Gita said, "That's when I say abide there. That's what I mean. I don't mean go someplace and be there. Come back to you." Bring the attention back to that which is aware and 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 keep it there. It'll wander away again. No big deal. <laughs> you, oh, there it is. And you'll pull it, pull it back again. But notice how that thought, if you really found it, you could look forever for the place of the stillness. How can you find it when it's nowhere? It's nowhere out there. Why? Because it's you. <laughs> Oh, it's like looking for the glasses on your head. <laughs> on your head, yes. <laughs> oh, um, okay, so some people did, they love tapping. If you want to just pop in what you would love to tap on or through, we'll gather that afterwards and, and see what we can do with that. Well, I like tapping too. I, you know, I find it extremely useful, useful. I teach people how to do it. I teach people how to coach it. I teach people how to teach it. Um, because it's a very, very useful tool to have in the in the toolbox. As is, as is it, as is meditation. As is various kinds of relax relaxation techniques. You know, yoga, tai chi, qigong. I mean, all of those are very useful tools. The, the ultimate tool to find is, is self inquiry, which is what we just did. That's the ultimate tool. All roads lead there, and that road leads home. That's a good road to be on. I love that, and and everyone can do it. Anywhere, let's <laughs> go. Um, we Jay, just did so, it. <laughs> so I hesitate to ask a question like "How long?" because a constant vigilance is needed until the realization has colonized. I can't make Buddha Buddha hood <laughs> happen, but surrender to the process of keeping. It's very poetic. Vigilance, vigilance. Yes, beautiful. Yes, uh, yeah. Drop the idea of attaining Buddhahood. <laughs> Yes. What can yeah. you attain, right? And and in and when you do that, you realize that you're simply you you are simply embracing this moment. Well, who's embracing this moment? Who's being vigilant, right? Who's waiting for the realization to to colonize? 
That's the Buddha. <laughs> you keep thinking you're somebody else. <laughs> Buddha's got amnesia. Thinks he's Jay. <laughs> somebody want to break it to him? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, you've taught me so much. Um, I have such a different... Uh, understanding of Buddha now it's not some man sitting in his beautiful with his bun and you know robe and that we can all get. yeah it's very yes. very again beautiful just yes. way of coming to um yeah ha this happiness path this happiness factor the x factor the happiness factor is certainly different than um when you know and please share this as a comment of when you first came here it's like oh yeah the happiness has it shifted for you like what have you what if you can explain it in words even uh we'd love to see the comments too and, and what experience you're having because i you know i sit here after in a grasp like wow it's it's completely and i can see how we all think of it as a defined external thing and it's so internal yeah. and it's a nice it's nice to be able to to know that we have happiness and we and we don't need to deserve it we don't need to earn it we don't need to um let go of it because nobody else is you know and well you know that's an important thing i'm glad you brought that up because you know i'm not anti you know having things you like right <laughs> <laughs> I, you know i'm just i'm just drawing distinctions that don't 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 seek happiness in, in places that, that don't have it right but you know, if I ha if I got an if I got a Maserati, I'd be happy about it, right? And I know that I would have a period. But I know that, like anything else, after a while, oh man, that's a Ferrari. That's, mm. <laughs> I mean, it, it's okay. It's, it's okay. Sweet. That's good. That's going to happen. You know, the, the things can bring me what they can bring me. The problem isn't that that wouldn't make me that wouldn't be fun to drive, right? That's thing. not the the problem. If, but if I'm looking for it to give me a sense of identity, a sense of purpose, a sense of a sense of happiness that l lasts, well, now I'm going to be disappointed. It can only give me what it can give me, and nothing more. And as long as that's all I expect from it, I'll never be unhappy with it. Right. <laughs> Actually, the happiness of the things becomes perpetuated because you don't expect them to be anything other than that. Right. Right. The, <laughs> and the it's, language in my and, head, and so is, it's okay. Yes, the language in my head, I'm actually going to start saying just because I like to, a student to take it, and I'll say when I do have my next cup of tea and I so thoroughly enjoy it and make all the mm sounds, I'll say what a wonderful state of happiness that I'm in right now. Yeah, it's a, yes, what a wonderful state. Yeah, a wonderful state. And, and you, and then you, with equal contentment and equanimity, can go, wow, what an incredible state of being totally pissed off I am right now. Exactly. Whilst enjoying <laughs> I'm totally bored to tears right now. What an interesting state. Yes. That's beautiful. I love it that. is. It will pass. <laughs> it will. <laughs> You'll finish the cup of tea. <laughs> oh, so did we get everybody just oh, a couple of quotes popped up for um, Michael who's sharing them? Do you want one? Of the... You cannot become happy. You cannot happy. become happy. Yeah, you can. Only you can only happy. be happy, and that's the real happiness. Yes. Happy. Yeah, you cannot become the Buddha. You can only be Buddha. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's the verb to be, right? Which is not become. <laughs> right. it, 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 you either are or you aren't. It's really very simple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. 
Well, this has been a fantastic. We went a smidgy over, but we really appreciate you being here with us. Um, and we will be looking back through the comments. So anything you'd like to add and share, we want to hear it, we want to read about it. And if there's any requests, you're thinking, oh, I'd like to have um, a tapping video or a self-inquiry or even have your own session, then just you have go on to, over to the site then, gpwalsh.com, uh, to book one Great. of those. And, oh, my goodness, that will put you in a state of happiness for sure. So <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and we do have a big tapping workshop coming up. Yes, yes, we do. A big one. Yeah, actually a bundle of four <laughs> tapping <laughs> workshops yeah, all together. So. Yes, looking for us. Let us know if you are pro-tapping. All right. Well, thank you so much for participating and being here with us at Ohm School Live. We'll see you next Tuesday. Bye, everyone. Okay. Thank you, GP. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>